On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, Diana crushes Supernatural Mad Libs, but maybe needs a Destiel refresher. And Liz is stoked about the return of an emo ghost, but completely grossed out by that biohazard bracelet. Let's do this. Welcome to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. I'm Diana. I'm Liz. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. <laughs> and this week we're going to talk about Season 7, Episode 17, The Born Again Identity. Ooh. We're not talking about Jason Bourne, though. Not Damon's not here. He's not in this episode no. at all. He's not. What have you been up to, Liz? When's the last time you recorded? I'm so confused. Oh, no. Me too. <laughs> uh, oh no, this week, this week, everything. Like, a blur. what is happening? What has happened? I don't know anymore. I just, I'm getting ready to go on vacation right now. Oh, you went to a show. You went to a show. I did. Which show did I go to? Uh, is there? Oh, a comedy show. It was like I saw a band. You know, I I, I went and saw Eddie Izzard with my aunt, which was interesting. So she's basically doing a retrospective retrospective, yeah, of things like going all the way back through like all of the routines and like kind of melding them together. Which is kind of, it's great, but also kind of annoying because there's a bunch of super fans there. And so, like, there are things, like, obviously that I knew, but my aunt wouldn't, right? Because she has no idea what is going on. I was very proud of, like, how she was using, like, Eddie's, like, chosen pronouns and stuff. I was I was very impressed that a woman in her late 70s is, like, caught on and I just was just trying really hard to be supportive and of everything that was going on around her at the end she also was like this was that was interesting I think you know the lot of the material focused around uh you know god like not being there but like in the eddie izzard way which makes everything means he's actually talking about things that are in the bible so like into that very intellectual way that you have to under, know the Bible to get it, to make it funny. Right. So I think she really appreciated that because, you know, she's so religious that she was like, Oh, I get all these jokes. Is there about, and then nobody like, I've never heard anybody joke about this stuff before. So I think she liked it. And That's it's funny. always nice to go to the majestic. It's such a lovely theater and it just never changes. So it's kind of nice to have, that thing that you can remember from your childhood that you go back and it's just the same. At the same time, I like stubbed my fucking foot on that the chair like every time I had to get up and let somebody fucking into the aisle. And there's no place to hold your drinks either. So, but I still love the majestic. Old, old it's gorgeous. Theaters. It's just gorgeous. It throws me off because there's one there's a majestic in Dallas yes. too. So it throws me off. But there's I mean a lot of cities in the USA have majestic theaters. It's just interesting. So. Yeah. And what about That's you? Fun. Uh, yeah, I actually like had not too crazy of a few days. I mean, like 
Your past few days were actually really crazy. I had one one day that was super busy. Well, we looked at cars. Babe is still adjusting to the time because after spending a month in India, he uh, had a really tough time readjusting because it's almost an opposite schedule. And then we threw in daylight savings in the mix, which doesn't help anybody knowing what fucking time it is. So that, but no, we had a... Except my cat. My cat knows exactly what time she thinks it is. Oh, my dogs do too. Jesus Christ. They, the uh, the cat yeah, so wants we, uh, to veto daylight savings time, by the way, in case you didn't know. So do the dogs. They're not into it. We, uh, but no, we had a fun, uh, fun lunch with our car club and looked at, shopped for cars. And then, um, <laughs> you know, we had a nice little uh, evening nightcap with uh, some coworkers for someone's birthday. And that's about it this week. That's still very exciting. And. Okay. I'm about to fuck off. On a... I did not see a live band this week. I that that is very that impressive. But that's why I was like, "What? Who did I see?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, I so. I am getting ready to to fuck off and need to pack and do all the things, but in screen print more. Uh, don't be a dick badges. I still don't know how many to make, but it's really fun. Screen printing is fun. I think you would like it. I bet I would. Yeah. So, you ready to talk about this? Sure, let's do it. Okay. I'm also ready to burp, apparently, and I'm trying not to. Yeah, we both decided to drink sparkling water tonight. Yeah. Bad, yep. bad plan. Not, but it's go not ahead. great, but it's delicious. So, the Born Again Identity. This is the play on the Born Identity, which is, you know, not Damon. And if you're unfamiliar with that series, he gets amnesia and he has to discover who he is. So, uh, and they're born mm-hmm. again. So they're Christian. So it's like, you know, you're a boarding and Christian, but like an angel. Uh, uh, da, da, da. Uh, so you won't so you. In other words, you won't get the name of this episode till the end. Fair. Right. And so we're about midway through, like midway through, you you will get it. Yeah, maybe right? midway. You're midway. right, midway. And so this was season seven, episode 17. It first aired March 23rd, 2012, and was directed by Robert Singer and written by Sarah Gamble. So basically, you know, the heads of the peoples. And what I have for the recap is yelling in my ear, yelling in my ear, yelling in my ear. <sighs> yelling in my ear. Um, yeah. So we open the episode with, we see a man running on the track. So we don't really know who it is at first, but they quickly reveal it's Sam. Oh yeah. And he's just like running like a crazy person. Like somebody's chasing him or in his head or whatever. And we all know that we've had this whole intro was about Lucifer's or the recap. And so we know Lucifer's really getting to him because he wasn't sleeping in the last episode. So he runs into an alley and sees goth kids buying drugs. That girl has such good hair. Like, I wish I could do that. It was like, oh, shit, girl. Her hair was, her hair was great. And I also kind and, of love this dealer, too. Yeah, the dealer's pretty rad. He's just like, he's like, uh, he's also, he tells Sam to get away. And he's like, no, Sam's like, no, no, it's okay. No one's after me. So basically, the dealer just thought someone was chasing Sam. And he's like, get the fuck out of here if you're getting chased, which <laughs> I thought was funny, which was not my first thought. It was just amused. But basically the dealer is like asking him like how what did he take and how long has he been awake and basically it's like 
they he has yeah. a junkie bond with Sam, and Sam is like mm-hmm. doesn't understand. Like the kid thinks that Sam's tweaking, just like he is. Yeah. And then yeah. offers to knock him out, and we cut to a car, mm-hmm. and Sam's like next to the dealer. And at first, I was like, did Sam just do heroin? He's like passed out in the front of an of like a seventies Lincoln. Yeah, that dealer and... looks like he is nodding off. Like that dude just oh, shot yeah. the fuck up. Sam looks like he. Yeah, Sam looks like the like... dealer is out, and Sam looks like he's like not about to be out too. What did you take, and, Sam? Yeah. But um, he uh, suddenly jumps out of his skin basically because something smashes into the windshield. But it's not really there. It's all in his fucking head again. Lucifer singing a good morning song. And tell Sam that taking pills is just bringing free drugs to the party because I'm inside you. Hmm. 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 So Sam tries to walk away and uh, Lucifer informs him the longest time that a human's gone without sleep is 11 days. And that is not true. So Randy Gardner, this is what Wikipedia says, uh, in December 1963-1964, 17-year-old Gardner stayed awake for 11 days and 24 minutes, breaking the previous record of 260 hours held by Tom Browns. Gardner's record was then broken multiple times until 1997 when Guinness ceased accepting new new attempts for safety reasons. And at that point, the record was held by Robert McDonald at 18 days and 21 hours. Oh, that's fucking awful. Yeah. I don't want to go one night without sleep. No, I don't want to go one night with like less than seven to 10 hours. I mean, usually I do, but like ideally... In my world. Yeah, that's insane. So Sam tries to run away from Lucifer again and gets fucking hit by a car. Okay, well, that'll do it. And I, I do love, like, the splat of him hitting the car and the Supernatural logo going splat. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's good. So we've got Dean now storming into the doctor's office and the nurse trying to stop him because... Sam's been admitted to the hospital, obviously, because he got hit by a fucking car. He's got a broken rib and lacerations, but he's also locked up on the psychiatric floor. Probably because he's has Lucifer talking to him in his head. You know. Yeah, and he is experiencing a full-blown psychotic episode. Is that mm-hmm. I, and I did not look this up, but I wonder if that's really the term that like is that an official medical term, psychotic episode? I don't know. I mean, psychotic episode, I think, is, but I don't know if full-blown as the descriptor would be. Like a doctor. I'm just like, because every time, like, I watch this, I'm like, is that doctor really a doctor? Is he, like, saying things that he, like, thinks a doctor would say? Like, no, is he a demon? Like, or is he a leviathan? Like, like, I don't trust anybody. So, to be what they say they are, you can't. Trust no one. But I did think it was interesting that they say they need to determine if the insomnia is the cause of the psychotic episode or a symptom so that they can best treat him. Oh, that was interesting. And he's full of sedatives and he won't go under, which I was like, can't they just like, you know, like anesthetic him like under a lot. Yeah. That takes a lot. Like, I don't know how you like a human at some point you can't like force your, there's a certain point where you can't, well, can't I was like, but I was like that's what I was like is there can you physically do this right could you physically and here's the thing if Lucifer's in his ear when he's awake and he's in his ear when he's asleep why the fuck don't just go to sleep that's what I don't understand just go to sleep I don't get it I don't get it anyways <sighs> so. but so basically he's a fucking full he's on a full on meth bench but he's not 
So Lucifer's in Sam's room telling him that, you know, when you didn't have your soul, you didn't have to sleep. And he's doing Cat's Cradle, which is just funny. It's really random. Uh, and Dean goes to visit him. Is like, look, I'm going to find you help. I don't care if it's a faith healer, whatever. And Sam's just like, man, they're all, they're all snake oil salesmen. Nothing's going to work. So just let me, let me be. I'm, I'm, there's not going to be anything to solve to solve this. I've basically, he's just relegated to dying. Like basically like insomnia himself to death. I don't know. Like death by lack of sleep. I don't know. It's the same old Winchester brother bullshit. Don't try and save me. Just let me die. Yeah. 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 For sure. Don't waste your energy calling, you know, calling people. That seems so hard and dangerous. Waste of energy to try to save me. Just let me die. And fuck Cass. Because he's the one that took the wall down. Fuck Cass. That's what they say. So Dean leaves. And of course he's going to go start calling all of Bobby's contacts. Which is the smart thing to do. Good job, Dean. Mm -hmm. Gold star. And we've got, you know, we get a lot of, we get some back and forth kind of, of Sam getting harassed by Lucifer in the hospital, Dean trying to call these contacts and not have any luck, blah, blah, back and forth. There's some Uh, fun things in the back and forth. So there is the journal getting knocked on the ground Uh, within the journal were the names of a whole bunch of directors and writers in the set. So like Kripke, Sarah, like all of them were in that address book. That's fun. That's I fun. Missed that. Yeah. It, and Mackie's taxidermy card falls out. Ooh. Ooh. How did that happen? And, and, how did, and how did this book fall off the table? Was it a strong breeze or did Dean th- drop it or was it Bobby's ghost? Yeah. Also, Dean was just going to the fridge to get another beer. So I don't think he would even notice because if I was at what I'm assuming the intoxication level Dean Winchester is at, I would just turn around and be like, oh, shit, I guess I'm not that off. And then just like go about my business. (laughs) Oh, I mean, that's reasonable, too. (laughs) So and also we've got the doctor talking to Sam. Yeah. About his asking about his rib pain, and he's like, "Yeah, it's about a three. And the doctor's like, "Are you kidding me? You must have a really high pain threshold. It should hurt way more than that. Your ribs are fucked up." But there's the worst thing is knowing that there's a new ten, and I've got truly elegant torture planned for you today. Uh, what? Oh no, it's not the doctor. It's Lucifer. And I hate this so much. I hate now, you don't it. Know I'm who's confused. Talking to you. I'm so confused, and I hate mental hospitals. Like I hate like every time people are in them because this is what happens. You start questioning reality and be like, I don't know what the, was the doctor ever real? I don't fucking know. Well, yeah, I mean, Dean talked to him, so I guess he is. I don't know. Either way. And then he gets a sandwich delivered and it's full of maggots and then he won't eat it. And a girl in the hall sees him drop his sandwich upset and she runs away. How dare you waste that impossible burger, sir? (laughs) Is that worse than the maggots? I don't know. So Mackie calls Dean back. Yay. So we've got Mackie's taxidermy returning his call. And he's like, yeah, I'm real sorry about Bobby. Uh, but I need to, I do have someone that might be able to help you. Emmanuel. Um, he roams around. Uh, and, and I saw him a few months. He was ran, came through healing the sick a few months ago. But you have to call his wife Daphne to get to him. She's in Colorado. I went to her because I was going blind in my right eye. and um, Well, that's yeah. what he said to try and trap them. He was like, look, I have this towel, right? And I can tell they're fake because, like, my eye, eye is broken. And I was like, hey, Daphne, my eye is broken. And then he is like, she's like, all right, fine. And she's giving me a manual. And then he touched me. And they don't say where. Well, after, after he passed every trap and test. 
touch. Yeah, so we had tests for to see like for, that he was white. I don't know what your tests were were, were checking, man. But he's the real deal. He's real, man. He touched me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back in the hospital, Lucifer now has a megaphone. So that's fun for Sam. But Marin, the girl from the hall, shows up and has a candy bar for Sam. Well, that's nice. Yeah, she can come take some of this fucking candy out of my house. Like, I would, like, last night I didn't eat dinner. I just had, like, three Reese's peanut butter cups. Because I've got the white chocolate peanut butter cups. And then I was like, I have to compare these and see if they taste better than, like, I had to, you know, taste them side by side. I couldn't just wait and, like, taste them today. So then I ended up eating, like, a lot of peanut butter cups because I had to keep, you know, comparing. Thank you for reminding me. I have Kellen candy to eat after this. Fun um, fact: the, the white the white chocolate peanut butter cups are, are better. So really, I don't I don't know about that. Oh, I enjoyed them more last night. That's all I'm saying. Noted. Okay. But Lucifer makes Sam jump while Marin's there, and it scares the fuck out of Marin, and she she bolts. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. She she doesn't like twitchy tweaker dude. But she does. Like, why are you talking to this guy, Marin? What the fuck is well, wrong with you? Hold on. Why is she talking to him? Did you just ask that question, ma'am? Yes, I know. I saw him. You saw, you I've saw seen him. him. I've seen him. You've seen him. You know why she's talking to him. <laughs> I, I know exactly <sighs> why she's talking to him. <laughs> well, Dean has located Daphne Allen. And so he's going to go visit and try to find Emmanuel. And this guy comes out and he like kind of assumes it's Emmanuel. But Emmanuel, the dude's like, oh, let's talk on the porch. Daphne's resting. Well, Dean notices through the window, Daphne ain't resting. Daphne's tied up. She could be and... resting. Don't kink shame them. You don't know what they do. Well, she's struggling, obviously. <laughs> so I don't. I think that's a good sign. <laughs> uh, and uh, and that well, it also helps when we realize that this is not a manual. This is a fucking demon. This is a demon. Yeah, it's not great. So they have a fight, and uh, Dean calls out. He's like, "I thought your boss issued a hands off on us." And the demon's like, yeah, but what have you done for Crowley lately? Hmm, have I haven't seen Dick Roman's head. And they don't have Dick Roman's head on a plate yet. So he wants Emmanuel more than he wants Dean, though. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, you're, ye- you're yesterday's news. You're, you know, and here comes. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. I was going to so, uh, Crowley wants Emmanuel. And Dean just stabs him. Because we just forget, like, about exercising people. We just, like, I think that Dean's nice straight thing on is... The, Dean's straight, Dean gets real stabby in this one. He's just like, demon stab. That's it. Stab it. How no do exorcism. you know they're dead? Like, it's just, it's rude, man. So, but after the stabby stabby, I think we're going to meet Emmanuel. We do meet Emmanuel. But he's not Emmanuel. Or is he? It's fucking Castiel. Shut it's up! fucking Castiel. Yay! Oh, Cass is back! God. What the fuck? And so what so do you think? The- Did you know this was happening? No, I had no fucking idea. I was very confused. Very confused. <laughs> okay. And excited. And, and But also apprehensive because things did not leave off well. You had a lot of feels. <laughs> you had a lot of emotions. I did. I think it's reasonable. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's been this whole, like, love-hate missing him, too. Like, you know, like, Dean's been real sad, Miss Cass, but also fuck Cass, but also, like... Cass was my friend, but also he really fucked up and almost killed my brother and all yeah, of that. Yeah, so he's, the world. it's really messy. It's very messy. So they go inside and 
I start getting confused whether I call this Emmanuel or Castiel. So, so I, I do ca- both. What do you call them? What did you choose? Oh, it's just EC. Eventually, I got to EC. At first, I was writing Emmanuel slash Cass, and then I got very tired of writing Emmanuel slash Cass, and then I went down to EC. So, yeah, that's what yeah. I went with. M- 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 Cass. M Cass. I don't know. <laughs> MC uh, Cass. He- there we go uh so they untie daphne and she tells them oh they were looking for you emmanuel uh and dean's just really fucking confused watching all this shit as he gets introduced and emmanuel casts and says that what was that i saw his real face and it's like completely shocked to hear that there might be one demon walking on earth a demon a demon what try demons Durr. duh what what the fuck Cass? Uh, come on emmanuel do you know about demons yeah so and dean's like they're like well what you what are you here for after all good old dean uh and he says his brother so speaking of sam he appears to be sleeping or real close to it and then wake up little susie starts blaring and firecrackers yeah, so his whatever is happening in Sam's head does a, is very good at jump scares. Because also, I would, mm-hmm. oh my god, I would hate this so much. No, I would flinch every time. Every time, wake up, little Susie. I'd be down with. I'd be having fun with. But yeah, yeah. But the firecrackers, I would flinch every time. Yeah. Uh, and also the constant monologuing. Yeah, that's a lot. And Sam's trying to like. You know, Lucifer calls him out. He's like, I'm impressed you've been keeping it together, but it just doesn't really matter because I'm in the madness and Lucifer is going to win. So, uh, and then Orderly brings uh, Sam's food and Sam asks, tries to ask this Orderly about, I don't know, Orderly is the right word, right? I don't know. I was using Orderly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he asks about Marin and obviously the Orderly can't say much, just that uh, she, she's not there from an accident like you. So it's implied that it was a self-harm situation of some Yeah, or something. Like, I don't even really know what it means. It just means he won't say, right? And you shouldn't. You shouldn't be talking about what the other patient's trauma history mm-hmm. is to okay. other other patients. Like, yeah, that that's like illegal. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty it's, sure that's illegal. Yeah. That, yeah. So. Or at least violates a down. regulation or two. Something, yeah. yeah. So Sam plays back down. And then we cut back to Dean, who is now driving with Emmanuel Cass. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm working on it here. Yeah. Uh, and is just asking about Daphne. And basically, he shares. So Emmanuel Cass tells Dean, like, oh, yeah, about four months ago, she was hiking. And I just wandered into her path, drenched and confused and naked with no memories. And, and she was she cool found with me this. and cared for me. Yeah. She was like, this seems fine. This seems fine. You are naked and you're wet. This seems like a great thing. Why don't you come into my house? Let's get married, yo. Like, this is on God. And let's come up with your new name, courtesy of BouncingBabyNames.com. Okay. So the name is actually BouncyBabyNames.com, and it is frequently misheard as Bouncing Baby Names. But so if you visited BouncingBabyNames.com in 2012, you would be met with a game titled How Many Times Can You Make Baby Emmanuel Bounce, involving a picture of Misha, making a picture of Misha Collins bounce up and down. 
Attempting to access a site later would give you a 403 from the web from a web server from Gish West, which suggested that Misha bought the domain, and then that expired. And then, as of October 2023, a fan had bought it, and it directs you to a supernatural review and commentary threads and interstellar messages. A message board is my user chat woman. And it was, yeah, so that's where it is now. But I really appreciate the, the Misha's. Bouncing baby. Bouncing baby Misha's. But, and so Emmanuel Cass is like, yeah, it's a totally, it's a good life. You know, have a good life now. And Dean asks him, but what if you were a bad guy? Uh, and Emmanuel Cass's response is, I just don't feel like a bad person. That doesn't seem like it's crossed fine. his mind. Doesn't seem like it's crossed his mind. Well, and so, the thing is, like, if you're truly psychopathic, do you feel like a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know. If you don't remember anything, is do you really worry that you're a bad guy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody puts that idea in your head. All he knows is that he was naked and in a he river. Naked. He was fine. Naked and and he afraid. healed people. No, yeah. Yeah. There's a naked and afraid commercial. They keep fucking it up. And so it's supposed to be like one woman, one man. But they keep like like cutting off part of it, so it's just like one woman naked and afraid and alone in the woods. I'm like, this sounds not a good show. Terrible, terrible. Well, back at the hospital, Marin wants to bring Sam more candy because, of course, she does. <laughs> Will you take your shirt off if I bring you more candy? <laughs> And she, also, did Sam she give and, and you Lohan vibes like a little bit? Like I, I a get a little, little bit, bit of Lohan vibes, like young Lohan. Yes, I could see that for sure. Well, she want, and then Sam's so sweet, and he wants to share the candy with her. Ah, oh, the candy bar she stole. So he gets out of her that she's been there for five weeks uh, and makes a joke about going for a record, uh, but it doesn't matter because she's psychotically depressed with suicidal ideation. Pretty sure that's not our record. In the hospital psychiatric Probably not. Probably no. not. But she's like, yeah, I just feel like crap and I want it to be over. Everything to be over. So she heard that Sam's there because he hears voices that won't let him sleep. And he clarifies, no, just one voice. Yeah, I don't hear. And no, I'm not crazy. I don't hear multiple voices. I only hear one. Just one. one. Uh, and she asks who it is, Charlie Manson or the devil? And he says, kind of, Yeah. She shares that she also hears a voice. We're bonding. Okay. We're bonding. We are bonding. And he asks if that if and then Sam asks if that's why she started the fire. This is the first that we've is heard bold, of this. man. Bold. Well, he guesses because I guess she's got scars on her or whatever, but I didn't catch oh, that. Oh, and all. she's got she's got bandages. bandages. I don't know. I mean, her hands guess, like I, I didn't I, guess fire. She's been there five weeks, and she oh wait, I don't know the that whatever. Sam Either figures way. it out and she's just like, what? No. And she's very upset about it. Very oh, upset about it. I didn't it. say any fire. Oh, he did. Who the fuck is he? Well, she says that Sam is crazier than her because Charlie Manson tells Sam what to do. It, at least for me, it's my own brother. Which is crazier. Okay. I don't know. Like, if you can compare the two, I would say maybe your dead relative might be crazier than Charles Manson or Satan telling you stuff to do. Or at least it's more abnormal. So. Maybe. But basically her brother is telling, her dead brother is telling her to kill herself to be with him. Or he'll do it for her. That's 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we go Aww. back to the car, which looks like baby, but it's not baby. It's not. Like that's yeah. I don't under I don't like this. Like I don't like No, they're very unclear. They don't really show the car very well ever. It's very weird. I don't like it. I don't like what's happening with this with fake baby. I feel baby. like they didn't know what they were I feel like they didn't know what to do and they just didn't want to pick a car. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I I didn't like it. Well, they're talking, um, Dean and M. Castiel, Emmanuel Cass, whatever the MC fuck he Cass. is. They're talking is, about- uh, they're talking about Sam's diagnosis and it's, they determine it's spiritual origin and Dean's pissed because someone broke his brother's brain, broke his brother's brain. I couldn't say it. Broke his brother's brain. Yeah. I think you can say mm-hmm. that. That is a good but- tongue twister. That's how we'll start every episode now. Broke his brother's brain. <laughs> So, so, and good old MC Cass somehow like extrapolates from this that say they were betrayed by a friend that caused this. And Are you talking about me? <laughs> it's so awkward. Uh, and Dean's trying to like keep it together, and MC Cass just like, did you kill him? Because you seem kind of like you kill a lot of people. Just, just curious. <laughs> just checking. Just as well, uh, but Dean opens up. He's like, I just I think I guess he feels like he can open up because it is Cass, but it's not. So he's just like, Yeah, it's messy. I just can't shake off what Cass did. <sighs> so. Well, I guess you get to unload to somebody who looks like this, but he just can't shake it off, right? He cannot Taylor Swift mm-hmm. his way out of this. Nope. And they go stop at the convenience store and uh dean gets attacked by a bunch of demons which is not great no. and he's about to lose because he's not paying attention and loses his knife but then somebody stabs one of the demons from behind oh that's helpful and one of the and demons cock smokes out cock smokes out and he's in the middle of thanking a man mc Cass, but it's not who is it it's bad bitch meg <laughs> it is meg and she says, oh, yeah, by the way, I was also looking for Emmanuel, too. So, hey, let's make a deal. Let's work together. Let's be friends. Let's play together. Let's stab, like, stab things for each other. And I think it's great. And so as you're going through this, Dean is just taking things from the store like you do. But, like, there's all these chips behind him, and he's just ignoring them. And I would just be like, oh, this bag of chips, this bag of chips. This is why my pants don't fit. But the, oh. he's, how do you ignore all those delicious chips? I don't know. I don't Monster. know how he does it. Yeah. So, I guess that's why he's got those flat abs. I guess. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know. We've seen what he eats. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, There's no and... way he actually eats like that. No, of course. <laughs> I'm teasing. But she's just like, how the fuck is Cass still alive? Because I thought he tried to play God and went poof. And he's just like, I don't fucking know if you need to back off. She's like, whoa, whoa. I'm still not cool with Crowley. So guess what? We've got to figure out what this healer's up to. Otherwise, word about him is going to get to Crowley. So let's fucking team up on this shit because I can use him. I think this is real weak sauce. Like this it whole is. plot about the makes no sense. How how are they all finding about Emmanuel the healer? Like it sounds like okay. So Bobby had to know about this, right? So maybe like or whoever Bobby is did, well, well, whoever well, Ghost Bobby. I don't know. Whatever, whatever is hap- like wherever is happening. Like Mackie. Like Mackie at least had to know about this for like a few weeks, right? I guess. Yeah. <sighs> 
I don't know. Demons, it's all yeah. how why the Dean's demons know where Dean is. I don't I don't know. I guess they're keeping tabs kind of on him because he's supposed to be like like hunting down they, isn't Roman. He I don't know. I don't understand this. Don't like know, none of weird. this makes sense. But anyways, it's a, it's a stretch, but I'm glad Maggie is there. Because she's like, let's work together because I'm running solo. This is bad for both of us. Let's do this together and I'll help you. And I and he's like, yeah, you just want to turn MC Cast into a weapon. But she's like, yeah, but I maybe, but you need backup. So whatever. Now I'm just picturing Meg holding up Cass and just being like, pew, pew, pew. pew. Uh, so he like smites people with his hands. So, well, Dean's like kind of like, Dean finally concedes. He's like, fine, but give me my fucking knife back and we're going straight to Sam. No detours. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. And, but we forgot that MC Cast doesn't know that there's demons and he can see Meg's face and he's very distraught at first. He is. He, he is very afraid. But she's just mm-hmm. like, we're going to be friends. And she is just wants to hump his leg real bad. So then we go back to Sam and he's apologizing to Marin for being a tweaker. And upsetting her about the fire. And he's like, but... I actually believe you didn't do it, and I can help you. It must be brother. a supernatural thing. You must not just have a you know something happening with you. Can't your just, you're just hearing a voices from trauma and depression and whatever other impact that can cause. You actually do have a ghost brother haunting your fucking face, and let's get rid of him. And that is like the thing. Like I think every person who is like is seriously like. You mean I can just like go like do whatever you're gonna do later and like all my mental health problems will be fixed because I'll do that. That sounds I mean, great. I want to be Marin. So of course she is like, this sounds amazing. I am hopping on this train. What the fuck do you have, hot new guy? But also, as a side note, your organs need to sleep. So if you stay up like this, your hair and nails are gonna fall out and your kidneys are gonna shut down. I saw it in a movie. Which is just distressing. It is. So, I think she's wrong. I don't know. I think she's right. It's yeah. just, no, it's very bad. So he, she like, she like kind of explains what the deal is with her brother that yes, he talks to her. Um, and she can tell when he's coming. Cause she gets a chill. <gasps> Why? Oh, she gets a, she gets a cold feeling. It's a now confirmed ghost. Must no be. questions asked. No questions and... asked. It's totally a ghost. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and, and they do, you know, Sam does, you know, point out the, a very legit point is, yeah, I'm sure at first it was kind of nice that like your brother first died and then you could still hear him talking to you. And I go, that was probably comforting when you missed him. And then his voice turned really dark, really suddenly, because he was very lonely and wanted you to die with him. Yes. He became a vengeful spirit and Ooh. started asking you to kill yourself, which just yeah. isn't great. But Not at nice. least like he waited. Until rude. It is rude. At least he like waited until she died to start telling her that, which you know doesn't happen with all siblings. Oh my gosh. So, anyways, oh. so uh, Sansa goes and she's just like, "Okay, cool, crazy dude." And he was like, "Hey, what happened to your brother? What'd you do? Did you bury him?" And she's like, "Yeah, oh, he's cremated." So, okay, no bones. And she's like, but I've got this bracelet he made for me. He happened to have a massive gash on his hand while he was braiding this friendship bracelet that I wear. <laughs> he just bled all over this. And I was like, cool, give me your biohazard bracelet. And I'm just going to wear this. Because that sounds great. I love this crusty. It doesn't smell bloody, weird at all. I love this crusty, bloody. 
bracelet. Smells fine. Smells fine. It's cool. It reminds me of my love for my brother before he told me to kill myself. And then he says, well, can you get us a lighter? And I'm like, oh, you're asking the girl who's accused of arson in the psych ward to source a fucking lighter? This seems like a very unreasonable request, Sam. It does. Very unreasonable. Does. But also, like, he was, like, seeing the the, fa- the orderly, like, when he was a Lucifer, also had a lighter. So couldn't he get, like, whatever that was? I don't know. So, yeah. So he asked yeah. arson chick to go steal a lighter. Yeah. And she does. And then they uh, make a salt circle, which is adorable because it's made with do. like the salt shakers. Little tiny salt shakers from like the kitchen. Oh my yeah. god, I should do that on my plane seat tomorrow. I just take the little like salt shakers and just the make a little circle. Salt circle <sighs> and so he tells Marin, like, hey, look, uh, you've got to do this. It's I'm gonna have it. You've got to do this now because I'm having a fucking dizzy spell because Lucifer's freaking him the fuck out. Yeah, no, he's all twitchy and shit. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to give you fire either. Okay, that sounds good. But then he kind of still does everything. He does. They get in the circle together. Okay. He wants the bracelet. They get the cold air. What? What is happening? Is he summoning the ghost? Like, he doesn't even summon the ghost. Like, they just make a salt circle and get in it. That's all they do. They stand in the salt circle and and he takes the bracelet off her wrist. I don't fucking know. I don't know. This is not very well explained. I, what is that? What did I just say? <laughs> I don't know. We already discussed you've lost words. I know. But it, it goes, it goes against canon. Like, it goes like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Not, all of this is just kind of weak. But so. And also, then, they never explain why her brother wants her to die. Like, this seems fucked. He's usually a vengeful it, spirit. It just, he just went bad because he was a ghost for too long. If you're a ghost on the. It's like, only been he, a year. Yeah, he got sped up. Or something. Oh, I don't I know. Guess. Like maybe he I was. Like, our, I feel like that's outside of canon maybe too. He unless was, there's like something you're after. Maybe he was like super emo before he died, like already, and he was just like, oh. Uh, uh, and, and, and then I'm like, I'm dead. dead. Come be dead. Come be dead with me. <sighs> okay, I'll fair enough. With you. Okay. So, um, okay. So, where are we at? Damn it. So they're <laughs> Damn in the, they're, they're in the, the emo the... ghosts are at it again. It's been a while since ghost. we've had an emo ghost, but the emo ghosts have struck again. Well, they're in a salt circle together, standing very closely when this cold air surrounds. She them. may be a child. I don't know if this is appropriate. I can't tell ages. She, she may be underage. No, she's, she doesn't look underage. Okay. Okay, what are gone? So I mean, nothing happens, anyways. So nothing fine. happens, anyways. But I don't know. She also so, gets to wear like really cute, like hospital outfits. Like she looks adorable. Like if I, would, I was I in the like hospital, I would, look, like, I would wear the same outfit. If you put me in that same outfit, I would look fucking awful. She looks Fair. so cute. She looks just like I'm just wearing these like little white pants that like have like the drawstring like, on them. <laughs> And like I've got like this like cute little like fitted like kind of thermal kind of like, like a, a little Henley. Henley, yeah, yeah. And my I like, can't white even bands. like buy a Henley that fits right. Like, oh, anyways, all right, fuck you, low hand wannabe. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I like. I really I would look like, like I rolled out of bed if I wore that. And she but she's just cute. like, look at me in my adorable crazy girl outfit. But but so, they also let her kill But they also made her wear Vans without laces. But they let her keep her friendship bracelets, multiples. 
Maybe she was just like they're knotted and can't come off. Like, oh, see, I, I can't take these. I could never take these off. But well, maybe they're also like, ooh, it's covered in blood. I don't want to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a biohazard. No. Yeah. Uh, so she takes it off and gives it to Sam. And her ghost brother, emo ghost brother, is real upset. But Sam lights it on fire and the ghost burns up. But by this point, the ghost already, like, thrashed the room, blew out lights. So we know they're about to get in big trouble. So Sam tells her to get the fuck out, which she does. Because just then, the orderlies rush in and tackle Sam. Yeah. So that's happening. That's weird. It's real weird. So we don't know, like, is that why it's getting... But then, like, there's a doctor there, and he needs to talk about surgical solutions. But is it the doctor? Is it Hallucifer? Is it a demon? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because they can't give him any more meds and his fingernails are falling off from lack of sleep or are they, I don't fucking know if it's real or not. And not, and they're not talking, when they say surgical solutions, they don't mean a lobotomy, but what do they mean? Like what surgical solutions? What are the, what are the other surgical solutions besides lobotomy? I don't know. They never say. Uh, DM me. If you, you know what the other, what are the other psycho, are there other psychological solutions, like surgical things like surgical you can do solution? to my head? Like, know. I don't know. Well, they were doing some implants for a while that like do like little tiny like, like little like stuff electro shots or medication like results. I've heard that, yeah. No, but okay, mm, yeah. So so that happens, and finally Dean arrives at the hospital along with MC Cass and Meg. Yes, the hottest trio that ever hit the mark. But now this hospital is surrounded by deep white. Surrounded by demons, all trying to act very cool and blend. How did in, they know where this demons. hospital was? How are the demons at the hospital? How, how the fuck did they them? know? Like, unless like Meg's like like telling people, how do they know like where this ho- they're going to the hospital? This is, I don't, mm, I don't like. It. Unless they just really want a manual that bad, and they're trying to just like intercede. I don't know. Could they track? I mean, could they be tracking track dating? Can they track angels? Can demon track? Well, I don't know. But if they saw it, Dean, if they, if one of the angels reported the other, the one but that they didn't even out, know. They didn't even know that he was an angel. Like they still thought he was a healer up until like five hours ago. But if they saw Dean with them, they know where Dean's going to go. Right? <sighs> sure. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. That's the only explanation <laughs> I got. That's not much. And. MC Cass is like, so how many of those knives that kill demons do you got? And he's like, uh, just one. Sorry. So, uh, and Meg's like, uh, yeah, the only other reason, way to get through all this shit is for MC Cass to blast us through it. So. Master Blaster Cass. And <gasps> Meg tells Cass that he's an angel and he wants to know if that's flirting. And she's like, no, that's a species. And I actually, <laughs> I thought that line was fantastic. So good. So good. I loved it too. I wrote that down too. And he's like, yeah, that's why you can like, Dean's like, yeah, that's why you heal people and you don't eat and things like that. And he's like, yeah, it sounds pleasant. And she's like, nope, not really. It's bloody and corrupt. Hmm. But Meg does, does share that y'all used to fight together and we're the best of friends. Oh, hmm. shucks. But at this point, MC Cass has pieced it together and guesses and asks if he is <gasps> Castiel. Am, am I Castiel? 
this guy that you were just talking about in the car in a non-hypothetical fashion, very, very deliberately telling me exactly what he did and how angry you were while I sat there and did not know that you were talking about me. Yes. Yes, you are. That's you. That's you. So Meg's like, yeah, but so we're not going to deal with the emotional implications of that. I'm just going to inform you that you've got the juice to smite every other de- every one of the demons there, even though you don't know how. So are you willing to try? And they're not like Dean's not confident this is going to work at all. But MC Cass is like, fuck it, let's go. And rolls up to the demons. And the demons didn't know. You're right. They did not know who they were looking for. They knew they were looking for this healer named Emmanuel. But they're like, what the fuck? I know you. You're dead to Castiel. Right. So they know who Cass is. So, again, there's a lot of things in here. However, Meg does tell Dean that she believes in the little tree topper. And as Cass gets to smiting, she also says that's my boy and his memories are just coming back. Yeah. And we get him starting to smite a bunch of a- of the demons. We've got turn into earth by the yard birds playing. And he is just a smoten fool. Smote, smote, smote. smote. Now they smite, smite, smite. He smoted. Oh, that's smote. He smoted. Smite, passage, smite, right. smite, smite, smite. You're right. Smite, smite, smite. Sorry. My tense was incorrect. They got smote. They they Not, they were smoked. I am in a beating So Meg also calls him Clarence. He does. She does. Makes, she makes a makes Clarence reference. Yeah. So he's just smiting them, and every time he smites one, he gets more of his memories back. And she's that's what she goes. That was beautiful, Clarence. And he informs them that he remembers you, and I I remember you, and I remember everything. Oh no, what? I must be emotional now. And Dean, he's like, Dean, why don't you tell me what the fuck I did? And he's like, because Sam is dying in there? Uh, duh. And he's like, because of We me. have shit to do. Quit throwing, quit being here. emotional. We have shit to I do. We uh, shouldn't be here. <sighs> well, in the meantime, Sam's being wheeled to the fucking, on a stretcher to get electroshock therapy now. Oh, by our orderly Marcus that we've seen a few times. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we usually set it on, no, on low, but I think we can experiment on you because I'm an evil orderly. Put on this headset thing. I'm a Let's demon. What? What? Okay. So, another, so this whole place, I, is everybody a demon? I don't know. I don't understand. Like, what the fuck is this hospital? I don't get it. Is the doctor real? I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused. What the, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So Dean's trying to explain to Cass, like, hey, look, I'm, I'm, you did the best you could at the time. And Cassiel is like distraught. It's like the death toll, both in heaven and on earth. And we didn't part as friends. I deserve to die. I can't fix this. I, why, why did I, did I even crawl out of the river? Whoa. Man. What Man. the fuck is rug? I don't know. And then, and then Dean goes to the trunk of this car that is not baby. Not trunk. Yeah. It is not trunk. It's like faux trunk. Like, bonobo trunk and he goes to bonobo trunk and he pulls out a trench coat so a bloody trench coat he does that 
and at Giusimbello, Italy. I don't know what the fuck that means, but some conference for... It is. It was one of the conventions. Yeah. So Jensen talked about this scene, and he described it as awkward, pointing out that the jacket was in a stolen car, and Dee would not have folded it up that nicely. Describing the written dialogue as, it was so bad, and saying that he and Misha ended up changing the dialogue. One fan who won a copy of the script from Misha posted the relevant pages on, so this is also from Supernatural Wiki if you couldn't figure that out. So one fan who won a copy of this posted the pages, relevant pages on Tumblr. The removed lines have Dean saying of the trench coat he's holding, dumb to keep. I know. I saw you dissolve or whatever, but just in case. Because I never stopped waiting to fix it either. So we got something in common. Just take it, please. Thank God they didn't use that. Oh, my God. He said it's so bad. And so uh, there may have been an earlier version of the script that he was referring to. But anyways, they mentioned Cassio having a line they changed and Dean having a line. And Jensen said Misha had called the scene gay in a previous panel. And Jensen referred to it as unmanly, saying, which would make sense because Sarah is a girl and she writes amazing. But sometimes there are some effeminate lines. Like, I guess I really hope you come back someday and the last line part of me always believed that you come back which I guess like was that was actually filmed and you can see it in the promo of the episode but so that's even weirder right so yeah. I agree that some things just need to be rewritten and maybe some things don't so we're going to do something that, do something do something something so we're gonna it's gonna be kind of like mad libs right okay so we're gonna talk about a line that was like important in the destiel relationship and if those of you maybe out there get offended by destiel fuck you this is a fictional universe and i need to take my joy what i can so i'm gonna take my joy and fucking destiel Hmm. So, anyways, so what I'm going to do, so just like Mad Libs, if you guys, if you're too young to remember Mad Libs, I don't know if that's a thing that people, do people still play Mad Libs? I don't know. I used to love Mad Libs, I still love them. I don't used to. Like, I love them. So, basically, Mad Libs, like, you would tell somebody a part of a sentence and they would fill that into a line, right? So, you get really crazy sentences. So, we're just going to start off in that way. Right, so I just need a verb and a noun. So give me a verb. Dancing. Oh no! Okay. I had this all planned out, and then I had to type in the fly. All right, and I I need a noun. Aardvark. All right. So we are going to talk about this line from season four, episode four, episode one, Lazarus Rising. And this is the first thing that Cass ever said to Dean. So based on this, and I'm going to fix the, the, the tense in order to make it make sense. So I'm the one who danced you tight and raised you from aardvark. Can you can you tell me what the actual line should be? Say it one more time. 
I'm the one who danced you tight and raised you from aardvark. Held you tight and raised you from hell. The real quote is, I'm the one who gripped you tight. Gripped. And raised you from perdition. Oh, perdition. Damn it. You're right. Uh, you're, as soon as I said it, I got it. Uh, but so, all right. The next one. In the season finale for season four, Lucifer Rising, when they're in the green room, mm-hmm. Dean and Cass are having an argument about saving humanity. Yep. Cassio says to Dean, what is so worth saving? I see nothing but pain here. I see inside you. I see your guilt, your anger, confusion. In paradise, all is forgiven. You'll be at peace. Even with Sam. Okay. So for how Dean responds, I need a noun. Hamburger. I need a verb. Shoot. I need an adjective. Gracefully. And finally, a noun. Kumquat. Is kumquat with the C or with the K? K. K U M Q A T. Okay. So Dean's response to uh, that, you know, Sam says, you know, you, the cast asked him what's worth saving. I see nothing but pain. And, you know, you should take this and you'll be at peace. Dean's response is, you can take your hamburger and shoot it up your graceful kumquat. <laughs> that tracks. So does Cass have a graceful kumquat? I'm betting Cass has a graceful kumquat. So can you figure out what the actual line should be? So you can take your hamburger and shoot it up your graceful kumquat should be what? Well, it's something shove instead of shoot. You can take your, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to miss it. So go uh, for it. You can take your piece and oh, shove yes. it up your lily white ass. Yeah. There we go. I'm telling I'm pulling out some of the uh, more, you know, eloquent lines yeah, between, between them. Okay. That. Yeah. In season five, episode three, Dean complains about booping. I need two verbs. Two One, verbs. Two verbs. So first verb. Petting. Okay. And I need another verb. I don't know why I have trouble with verbs every time. Some action. really hard. I know. Hopping. Okay. So when Dean complained about booping to Cass, he said, last time you pet me someplace, I didn't hop for a week. (laughs) (laughs) So can you, do you remember, can you, can you suss out what the actual line is? It was a, it was something about the last time you boot me somewhere, I didn't poop for a week. Right? It was last time you zapped me. Zapped me. That's what I was going to use boop. We do. It will give you one point. Diana has a point. I didn't poop for a week. I remember okay. that one. 
All right, your fourth one. Okay. In season five, episode 14, we learn a little bit about the cravings of Cass's vessel, Jimmy. So first, I'm going to need an adjective. Adjective would be... um, Spooky. Okay, I need a noun. Let's go with... Oh, man. I don't know why I just blanked. Uh, Let's go with guitar. Okay, and then now to your your favorite parts of speech, I need two verbs. So one verb? Verb number one. Let's do uh, driving or drive, whatever works tense-wise. And the second one, let's go with uh, tripping okay so now in this conversation about the cravings of Cass's vessel jimmy and uh i forgot the the title this this was where uh pestilence the, the horseman is in yes there, right so Cass says i have developed a taste for spooky guitar and dean says well have you even tried to drive it and then Cass says i'm an angel I can trip anytime I want. <laughs> so the first line, uh, Cass, we says, I developed a taste for a spooky guitar. What did Cass develop a taste for? Something, was it, it was a cheeseburger? Or no, was it, it was, out, it was a cheeseburger, right? It was some kind yeah, of cheeseburger. it was ground beef. Okay, ground beef. Oh, that's right, because he was eating the wrong meat. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so Dean, you, uh, your version says, well, have you even tried to drive it? Have you even tried to resist it? Yeah, I'll give you it. Stop mm. it. So I'll give you, you know, two okay. and a, I'll give you half a point. So I don't remember ex- exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I know. I know the gist of it. Damn it. Yeah. And then the last line, I'm an angel. I can trip anytime I want. Quit anytime I want. It's stop. But I will Damn still it. give it to you. So we'll give I you half a point about- for that. So you're at okay. three points. All right. So it's the last okay. one. Do or die. Um, and it's all verbs. It really is. Okay. So in season five, episode 18, point of no return, Dean says something to Cass. That's all I'm saying. Um, so I need three verbs. Verb number one. Slip. Like no, give me another one. It's going to be past tense too. Okay. Uh, past tense. Let's go. Dropped. Yeah, okay. Verb. Mm-hmm. Grabbed. And I don't know. What's the fun? What's something fun? What do we do? Drank. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try and make this work because it's a technically the last one's a verb phrase is what we're gonna say. So uh okay. What Dean says to Cass is, Cass, not for nothing, but the last time someone dropped at me like that, I grabbed drink. I mean, that actually sounds legit. I mean, he always grabs a drink. So. Yeah, yeah, fair. There we go. So what, what, what is the actual line that Dean Winchester has said to Cass? Not for nothing. Last time someone came at me like that. 
It's looked, but looked at me. Oh, I was like, I was trying to remember the word. Okay, so, so remember, so, remind me the rest of the yeah, sentence. Look at me like that. Cast, not for nothing. But the last time someone looked at me like that, I dot dot dot. Damn, I'm not good at this. You're good at the mad lib part. I I try to be. That's the fun part. I was trying to think of okay. fun words. Go for it. I got laid. Oh, man. I was going the other way with that. I, I told you I was. I, I went for all the, like, the super deep lines that, that yeah. Cass and Dean said yeah. to each other, fully representing right. the deep love that is the Destiel relationship. Yeah, yeah. I went deep. You did. I remember. I think I blocked that line out because I knew how you <laughs> felt about it, and I didn't like it. So I'm just like, I'm going to follow that away. I'm not encouraging her. No. So, okay. But... And seriously, like, I love the fans' obsession with, like, I like any fan obsession, right? Anything you can take in a universe and you can claim as your own and it'll make you happy. If it brings you happiness and joy, let it bring you happiness and joy. So I, for one, am happy that I get to talk about Destiel again. Ha-ha! Destiel is back! is like, fuck. So we're going to... This back to this fucking trench coat. What the fuck? Okay, we're back at the, the trench fuck? coat. It was so weird. It was so awkward. It was weird. <sighs> but we I cut feel, back yeah. to. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna excuse it. Almost just like, were they just sitting in their room and going like, how do we get them back together? And what is the thing that we symbol? It's just I see this happening, and I'm just I, you know there was someone in that room going, I don't like this, and they're just like, whatever, let's go. <laughs> We're doing it. We're doing it. Someone did it. Someone Roll did it. I, someone did I told you so dance after this. I'm oh, yeah. sure. Well, back in the hospital, Sam's getting the shit shocked out of him. And it's about to get cranked even higher. But Castiel's there and he smites the orderly. Yay. Smite, smite, smite. And oh. turns it off. And he tells Sam, I shouldn't have broken the wall in your brain and fucked you up real bad. Sorry about that. I'm going to make it right. And he touches Sam's <laughs> head. And there's all kinds of like red, like veins. He does he touches him, thinks he's gonna fix it, but Cass, uh, Sam just looks at him and says, "You're not real." Because he's still a Lucifer, and I really think though, like this should have been like they could have done this in a different way, like just like what do you mean? It's a weird boop. Or just like fail a boop fail a boop fail like we're just like nothing happens but I do appreciate like the red veininess that went on that was really cool yeah well back in the hospital room because he's no longer in the shock therapy room we've got Lucifer reading three little pigs to Sam but it looks like Sam just woke up from being asleep and so that's what's weird too is that they keep like having these scenes where it looks like Sam was asleep but they keep saying he wasn't asleep. I find that confusing, but either way, it's all weird. And Castiel is telling Dean, Hey, look, uh, I can't rebuild the wall because the wall crumbled and all the pieces that were left of it were crushed to dust by whatever's happening inside his head. You could not put Humpty Dumpty back together. I'm sorry. That is an impossible thing. You can't do that unless they've got membranes attached. I don't know. It's very weird. I don't really understand why there's it's, it's, it's a metaphorical wall in his brain. Right? It's not like there's bricks in his skull. This is... I don't know. I'm going to stop figuring... Nope, I got nothing. Okay. Well, Dean's pretty upset that it looks like Sam's just going to be like this. So... You don't always get what you want, Dean. But Castiel (laughs) has an idea. But wait! 
And he goes and sits next to Sam, tells Dean, I'll be fine. And Sam looks fucking terrified of Cass because he sees Castiel as Lucifer. And also because he's palming his face. I'm yeah, sorry. Face. If you're like in a hospital bed and then like somebody comes and like face like falls to fucking palms face. your forehead. Yeah, I'd be freaked. I'd be freaked out. That's reasonable. Very reasonable to be uncomfortable with that scenario. Yes. Bad touch. But, but oh. I don't know why, but it's bad touch. Well, he puts his hand on Sam's head and we get extra, extra red veins, glowy stuff from inside Sam's head. And it goes up Castiel's arm and to his face and his eyes turn bright red. And then Sam takes a deep breath and then he realizes it is Cass. He's like, oh shit, it's Castiel. That's cool. But Castiel now sees Sam as Lucifer and he's totally freaked out. Oh shit. Castiel took Lucifer out of Sam's head and put it in his own head. Yeah, okay, this is where the veiny parts were. Sorry, I jumped my veiny parts. That's okay, I but, actually said it for, I said it in the wrong spot. It's my fault. That's cool, that's cool. But So then all my friends are dead, get stuck in my head uh, because, <gasps> the, okay, so because Sam is fixed, right? Sam's all better, ta-da, that's it. So we got what? Castiel back, now Castiel's insane and Sam's all better. Let's go, let's what? leave the hospital, we're done. We're just go, we're just running now. Okay, we're just running and Sam's fine. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. It's so weird. Dean's just like, well, we can't protect him, so he's safer. So in we there. just leave him here. Bye, friends. And, that just and came then, back from the Sam, dead that we haven't seen in like months. Bye. Yeah. Well, we we're kind of mad at him, so I mean, whatever. Let's leave him there for a while. I guess I don't know. And Sam's real mad at Dean for making a deal with a demon with Meg. Uh, and Dean's like, no, it's just, uh, it's not, it's not an enemy of my enemy thing. It's a mutually assured destruction thing. Damn. Okay. But I'm also a fan of that. That's logic I can get behind. Like I am all down for mutual destruction. Like, that makes like sense Like we're all fucked. Me. Might as well work together on it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, that's really sad, but I can relate to. And then he basically says, we don't have any friends. All our friends are dead, which is nice because you've got plenty of friends. You fucking depressed ass motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And it's really dark. You've got a lot of people who you, you just called Mackie. Mackie just gave you the ship, and then, then again, Mackie brought all these demons on. Did Mackie bring the demons on them? I Maybe don't Mackie did. Who knows? I don't know. Well, all your either way, are dead. Uh, which is a good song. Um, it is. And that's why stuck in my head. And then good old Meg gets hired as a nurse at the hospital. Ta-da! Nurse masters. Yeah, sexy That's nurse Meg. I don't know. She's in a sexy nurse outfit, but she's not. She's just in a button-up shirt. She's a button-up shirt. Yeah, she looks very professional. She does. That's... She killed her job interview. She did. She with her fake resume, like fuck you. Yeah, like that's great. Don't call those references, Doc. Like, the, no. here is my made-up. I could be a nurse resume. Thank right. you. Bye. I don't know. So uh, <clears throat> let's do. We got some casting couch. We got a little bit of casting couch. Okay. Casting couch is the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 la. Twenty one Jump Street, MacGyver. 
Once Upon a Time, The did Flash. Did he play a doctor in all of them? I feel like no, he plays a doctor in a lot of games. <laughs> he did not. He was in nine episodes of X-Files, though. That was pretty cool. Um, he was a, a, it's a bit part in a movie. He was the registration official in Cool Runnings. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, he played Longley in the film Legends of the Fall and was Willis in Fifty Shades Darker and what Fifty Shades about, Freed. Willis? Yeah. So there we go. Uh, our um, dealer that we liked so much, our goth dealer from the beginning, I just wanted to share, uh, is played by Ryan uh, McDonald. <laughs> Don't give them our goth dealers. Oh, oh sorry. No, okay, go oh, not that one. The one in the show, Liz. The <laughs> one in the show. the show. Okay. Okay. Uh, he plays Michaels in Shorzy. So. That is how I knew him. Oh my god! Because I'm just like, there's a new season of Shorzy that just came out, and like that guy I was like, I know him from somewhere. This is where I know him from. He's Thank you, other Diana. Stuff too. It's I know, stuff but too. That's I just highlighted me. that because it was that I has been driving me batshit. Thank you so much. Like that's batshit when you're talking about the goth. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> and then uh, our other key one key cast member I'll share today, and obviously there's other amazing actors in this episode, but. Uh, Marin was played by Casey Roll. Um, she's been in episodes of Fringe, X-Files, iZombie, Once Upon a Time. She was Prudence in the Red Riding Hood film that came out in 2011. She was uh, regular characters in all of these shows. She was Carrie in Wayward Pines. So she, this means they're like in at least 10 of the yeah. episodes of it. Uh, Alina in the show Arrow and uh, Marina, funny enough, in The Magicians. Also, she happens to be the daughter of uh, Mike Roll, who directed uh, episodes of Supernatural, including uh, Plucky Penny Whistle, which we recently watched. I think we just watched that like last, no, two weeks, two episodes, two two, two, yeah. two weeks ago. And I know that because I see pictures of the clown face everywhere. So that was awesome, yeah. though. Yeah. I'm so glad to know that about that. You, like literally that. That was, was bothering you last week. Last week. Was like, what was he in? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a super, and that's a super current one. That's why I thought it was cool. Yeah. So. So cool. So what did you think? Uh, I was not prepared for like return of Castiel. Um, there was, I'm just going to say some of like, like the plot holes in this were pretty fucking massive. Like not even on plot holes. Like you said, like the canon, like that's not how you summon a fucking ghost. Why the fuck are the demons there? Where, what is happening? Like, it was a lot of like all over, like unexplained stuff. And I, here's the thing is I think they still could have succeeded with the same storyline and not had all that shit. And not trampled all over everything. Yeah. I am grateful they didn't do that garbage. Like, ex- like the, the exchange of the jacket was bad enough. Thank God they didn't make it worse with that fucking dialogue you shared though. That's all I know. Yeah. And then like him wearing the bloody trench coat in it. <sighs> It's so forced. That is, but it's so it's so we are sorry. Like, what episode are we on? So this is episode seventeen. So I feel it just feels a little like we have to get Misha Collins back into the season. So this is how like we decide we figured out the best way to bring him back was this. I guess. But it's not the best way. But I feel like that's what happened, right? Like they were just like in a writer's room and they're like, I, we've got to bring him back and we've got to bring Meg back. So let's just do this. I don't know. I, it just feels like, it just felt like, and I'm not, not a knock. I don't, I don't write fucking TV. So who, who the fuck am I? 
but it felt like who very, the fuck are you, Diana? You know, who the on. fuck are you to critique to critique a television show on a podcast? Critiquing a television show. But, who the fuck are well, you? Well, it just seems like such a fucking cop out. <laughs> like it's a cop out. Like I don't go like that hard. It just seemed like a fucking cop out. Yes. It doesn't mean they didn't have to, they could have, they could have brought these characters in and made it make more sense instead of just shoving them in there. But I will say caveat being, this is where like, I think you can tell like you're, I know you've been like, why does Liz love Meg so much? And this is where her personality and especially like Rachel Driver doing hers, like it's really starting to come out and she's just a horny lady. Uh, I'm appreciating her more for sure. I was like, I never understood why you liked her that much. I'm like, that bitch, Meg. And you're like, bad bitch, Meg. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's because I was, you know, I'm tainted by her, by her dirty mouth from, from afar. So, yeah. So as much as like this episode has things in it, you know, at least we've. We got characters back that we liked and we might have have Sam's brains unbroken. So I guess that's good. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's very. I guess you have a magical universe show, so you can sometimes just magical universe that solve problem solved. But it does feel, you know, I guess it, there is a lot of just. I feel like this is a cop out episode. Like we just we're getting towards the end of the season. We have these things on our roadmap that we want to accomplish, and so we're just going to solve them all here. We have fixed. We have just magically fixed Sam's brain. Just tie everything up in a bow right now. Just put it together. Put it together so we can make the episode, the rest of the season go. Yeah. And we don't have to talk about Sam's brain being broken anymore, even though we ignored it for 70% of the season. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. So good, bad. I, I still like the episode. I, uh, well, okay. I hate the monster in this episode because it's stupid. Emo ghost. The ghost brother. Emo Ghost. I mean, I'm glad Emo Ghost is back. I missed Emo Ghost. We're going to have to dig out that video and find out where it is, but I missed him. And But this Emo Ghost, like, he shouldn't have died. Like, he, he should have stayed with Mira and they should haunt Sam for this shit or whatever. But, all right. Oh, <sighs> all right. So, I think that's, I think we, we sum up our, our ranting and our raving is done. Yeah. Cheers, Dirk. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Get It production. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at devilstrappodcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.